get into some questions. <clears throat> you said that the man in question was only 60% willing to change. For bringing our loved ones into the many things, how do we determine if it's a worthwhile effort or if they're too stubborn to change things? Good question. Um, well, you really don't know. Again, at um, um, but it's always okay to bring it in as long as it doesn't burden you. Okay, the important thing is not about them, not about their change. Uh, and the best way to change people is actually to show them uh, the effects, right? Show them the results. So if you want to bring somebody in, if you feel right about bringing somebody in, then bring them in. Um, but as a reminder, never bringing them in and imagine them meditating next to you, unless they're, say, your loved one. Um, but even that, I would imagine them at least out of your personal space or in another room. If they're living with you or you know, if they're not living with you, where they are. And then that's all you have to do. Right? And you'll see the results. And then it's up to them to them continue. But at a certain point, right, you they, you see the results. Uh, you, either, you either make them aware of it, that, hey, you know, I've been bringing you in, uh, and that's how your life has changed. You know, you should start doing the 21 days um, on your own, because then they have to take ownership. Otherwise, it'll just become a, a codependent relationship again for some of you. So that's what you don't want. Uh, why is it so difficult to stay in my body all the time? I find that if I'm not paying very specific attention to what I'm doing or how I move, that I feel disconnected. Uh, it's a constant struggle. Uh, like a drunk driver who is hyper-focused because they're trying to stay within the lines on the road. The more connected I am, like after meta-healing, uh, the faster the disconnect happens. Easy in, easy out. And seconds, how can I stay in my body? Sure. Uh, good question. So again, <clears throat> so well, just tapping into you and a, a general answer. Um, if you've always been out of your body, possessed, controlled, destroyed, whatever it is, right? You've been pulled out of your body. Many healings pull you back in. Okay? Uh, but what happens is that. Uh, again, some of us need extra strength, and then in a very short time, you get pulled back to your original state, so to speak. The good thing is that it's it's easier and easier to stay in, say, uh, in line. And then... So since you've always been out of your body, um, it takes a conscious effort to realize that you're off and then, uh, again, center yourself. So, But as you keep practicing, that becomes second nature to you, and then there'd be a point in time where you just naturally are in your body all the time. But again, it depends on the level of abuse and intensity of the abuse that you've had in the past. Uh, why does body shape matter? 
if it all comes down to our spirits? A uh, really fantastic question. Uh, and it goes back to uh, the, um, the default uh, age or you know, in a like, healthy body. Okay. Uh, so if you are, say, at an awakened level, uh, the body shape, and again, not according to society standards or uh, the latest trends or anything like that, but what best fits your needs. Okay. And I think that's where we're getting kind of stuck on. Um, so if you were of, say, of a pure frequency or a cleaner frequency, well, or as people, I'll say this first and then go back. So as individuals, say, clean up, come into a higher frequency, a pure frequency of themselves. They come into that strength, pure strength uh, within themselves. What happens is that they start to regress in age. Uh, they start to redefine how they they age. Uh, they start to look younger, feel more vibrant, uh, and so on. And it's happened uh, not just to me, but you know, countless individuals who become awakened. So so that's why it's important. So this allows you to say um, so when I'm bringing in say body shape, health, vibrancy and so on like that, um, it's almost like helping your spirit. So you're, uh, I'm, I'm working on your spirit side to bring in say your default age. Right? And I'll explain what your default age is. Um uh, and if you're doing your part, like, so you're both on, say, the same track, you're both wanting, needing the same thing, um, that connection to your spirit works a lot better, right? Because you're, again, in sync. Uh, and then also, it shows that if you start to care about the way you look or your body shape, again, outside of society's needs or standards, it means that it shows that your spirit, that you're, say, willing to improve upon yourself or that it's like you're taking time to come in and to, let's see, it's about, it shows that you're, like, inviting your spirit in as a red carpet. That makes sense to you. Right. Uh, so you're awakened enough. You notice that people who are say, awakened enough, they take care of the way they look, um, uh, how they eat, right, hygiene, all that stuff. For those individuals whose spirits are ragged or torn down, how do they look? Ragged torn down. That's at a spiritual frequency, hence that's why they look that way. So we're just helping our spirits. Like, yes, I'm awake. Yes, I'm open. And so your default age is, the best way to explain that is is that for those individuals who can see um, or connect or sense 
the dead or people, yeah, the dead. For example, you know, you have somebody uh, that is riddled with cancer, uh, or they die of old age, so on like that. Um, and those individuals who are awakened as they cross over, uh, and then those loved ones, they can see or sense them, and they'll always go back and say, wow, I saw grandmother. But they don't see grandmother on the deathbed riddled, or they don't see them, you know, riddled with cancer and so on like that. Uh, they always see them at a glowing, right, healthy, vibrant, usually a younger age, not too young, but again, uh, like their prime. Uh, and they're always in, you know, not like, uh, again, like a GQ magazine or, you know, I don't know, a Vogue ad, anything like that, unless that's what their prime looked like. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, however, you see them glowing, you see them vibrant, you see them healthy. It's just a, it's just a significant, it's a, a reflection of being healthy. Uh, and that's why, uh, if you look at animals, um, they're pretty much sim of similar shape outside of pets. Because people, they push so much garbage into their pets, not just food-wise, but all their emotions and all that, so they get distorted compared to, say, the same type of animals living in the wild. Why? Because when you're when you're connected to nature without time distortion. And that's why a lot of animals, again, look very, very similar because they're at their prime pretty much all the time. And, you know, when you become at your prime, there's not a lot of differentiation. It might be a little bigger, a little wider, and so on like that. Uh, but, again, there's no excess. Uh, and there's no, uh, say, lack. Either way, again, at their prime. So it's just a signal for you to be at your prime. So that's the importance of it. And as there's more, and as you they come into an awakening space or higher frequencies or of your pure strength, what happens is that you notice that you start eating better automatically. You stay away from the foods and things and people and all that that aren't beneficial for you. You start taking care of yourself. Why is that? Because your spirit's awakened and, and bright. So it, it, and as you become healthier, you can maintain the higher frequencies because if, because you would have to be at a healthier level to maintain higher frequencies. Otherwise, you would destroy yourself. Uh, so it's about you being strong enough to, again, maintain a high voltage, so to speak. Right? So, so that's why. This one is, uh, I'm not coping well. I'm confused, lost, broken down. Uh, I would appreciate some support. 
before I get any worse. Thanks as always for listening and caring. Um, Daniela, so just tapping into this person um, as a note. If you run the similar patterns, obviously you're going to get similar similar results. Um, as I'd say, the darker you are, the more abusive your history has been, the more cursed your family has been, or possessed. And again, those are your say definitions of your family, not mine. Um, the more controlled. And I've, say, I've said this quite a, quite often. The essence of you has been so stained, and it's not just, and it's not your fault. Okay? Uh, but over centuries or over generations, what's happened is that that over time, by the time you come around. Your identity or, or your essence or your consciousness is so stained uh, with that destructive frequency that as you start to clean up, uh, it's hard The good news is is that those individuals are probably, from what I've seen, kind of much darker than you. Um, they've made it. They were, they were successful. Is it hard? Yes, it is very hard. Uh, but what they've done is that the thoughts, the desperation, uh, the mind games... Um, all those tricks that your pain body, because your pain body has been used by whatever controls you. Um, it's not you anymore. Um, and your pain body obviously knows all your weaknesses. Um, so, those individuals, they acknowledge that, well, there's mind games that get played. So they always <clears throat> are paying attention to their physical reality here. And sometimes you go, well, I look around my physical reality and uh, and it's not so great. You're right. And that's how they fool you or trick you as well. Because if you've been listening... Uh, Exponential intelligence states that your physical reality is a reflection of who you are. That's how they get you. Who you are is so stained. Your physical reality is a reflection of how they distorted and stained you are. Right? So, so when I say be in your physical state, don't look at your physical reality as, as a judgment call. That's not the point, because it just confirms the patterns that you're running. So it creates a loop. Maybe that's where people get confused. 
you have to look at your physical reality as being in time. Now, you can look at your physical reality and say, it sucks, it's whatever it is. Yes, that's true. However, if you look at your physical reality, like, this is the carpet that I live on. This is the wall. This is, again, and have no definition of what that means to you. If you live in a crappy apartment, let's say, you can say you're living in a crappy apartment, but then just start to break it down. Start to notice the details of your crappy apartment. You'll soon find that you start to become in the moment, especially with the work that you're doing with me. It brings you more and more present state. Even if you see paint chips or carpet stains, whatever, you start to acknowledge, again, the details of your crappy apartment, or your ill health, or whatever. Again, but do not judge or try not to judge. And if you are judging, be aware that you're judging. If you don't like your body, because I always say stay in your body, a lot of people don't like their body for some reason or another, that's fine. I'm not saying lie to yourself. That's the worst thing you can do, because you become a traitor to your own self. But what happens is that you start to notice the details of your body as a third person, without any, say, um, emotions, if you can, or just acknowledge it for what it is. It is what it is. It is where you are. And that's it. Uh, um, All the mind games that go through your head just go, oh, that's my pain body. And come back to whatever you're doing. And that's why I always say, notice the actions of your body. Because once you start noticing the actions, it allows you... And it's not about the actions. It's not about your crappy apartment or anything else. But it's about staying in the present moment. That's the key. It's all about being in the present moment. If you need to, play with something like a widget or whatever uh, in your hands and pay attention to the feelings Do anything that's new. Get out and walk. Uh, walk out in nature, whatever. Uh, again, the key is to be present by focusing in the present. Uh, and that'll help you go through. Um, and again, this person. Um, uh, and another thing too, with people with just let's say a dark past dark lineage is that you clean up what happens is that the frequency that you're breaking away from kind of like a house of cards or if you've ever played Jenga right Um, you pull that you know that I don't know of wood uh, and everything falls apart for a good number of you 
those frequencies rest upon you to continue on. Now you're walking away from it. Again, there's no support. And there's that, say how that house of card starts to fall down and crumble. Literally, it starts to shatter. So what happens is now, all that darkness starts to come out within you and then your family as well. So everything gets magnified. Right? And I stress, it's got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with exponential intelligence. It's got nothing to do with outside yourself. I'm not saying to blame yourself. you're that rendition of what's transpired in your family. Okay? Uh, for those individuals, it takes a little longer. So I commend you for taking that big step because it's not only about you if this, and hopefully this promotes you to stay in the space because you can never go backwards um, or you can never stop because you've gone too far you know too much, whatever consciousness that has controlled you in the past, again, nothing new, will consume you even more. That's just the way physics, spiritual physics works, okay? or any other physics, actually. Um, so, if you need more motivation, just think of it. It's not just about you anymore. It's about bringing in, say, a new light for your family lineage or ending the distortion, the destruction for your family. Even if they die off here physically, right? um, it doesn't mean that you die, that consciousness dies off. It resurrects itself, say, in another, you know, the afterlife. Uh, the next lifetime you're here. So what you're doing is breaking that consciousness so it never appears again. And for some of you, again, it's tough work, but it's well worth it. Not just for you, your future generation, you know, younger kids, nieces, nephews, whatever that's in your family lineage, but then also look at how much impact that has on the world, right? You have younger generations, and even if you don't, um, future, say, people that come from your lineage, um, uh, they're free of that as well. Um, but future, you know, future generations come through, they're not running the patterns of your family. Look how impactful that becomes. So, again, if it drives you, it's not just about you anymore. Okay? You're doing a huge part to clean up the earth properly. Uh, it's not about just using paper straws. It's cleaning up, again, thinking green, spiritually green. Right? So, so again, I commend you guys for that. Um... Here's a question. Uh, I became aware today of a pattern that prevents me from participating in life. I've been blaming it on lack of money, feeling down, etc. Attributing blame is inaccurate or true. How can we find the underlying cause and frequency 
from any pattern that we are wanting to delete or change. Can you please go into as much detail to help us discern and remove undesirable underlying frequencies? Thank you, Mary. Sure. Uh, it's an interesting question. And um, the important thing is, and the way Einstein says it, is that, uh, and that's the way EI works, <clears throat> that's why I say it, is that, you know, you really have to, instead of focusing in on the problem, because um, if you focus in on the problem at the same level of the problem, you won't see it clearly. So what EI does is that it helps you resonate at a higher frequency or go to the next level, and then you can look down and see, get a better perspective on what's happening. Um, so that's the best way. This really is one of the only ways, unless say somebody points it out who's at a higher level. So um, the fact that you're asking the question the way you are uh, is a signal that tells me that you're rising into a next level, which is really good. So that is about 50, 60% of the solution right there for you. So congratulations. Um, in a short time, in this process, say you raise yourself to this next level, uh, you it's not just that you see what's going on, but then it also allows you to manifest whatever it is that you need to help you, say, resolve the problem or get, you know, a step closer to resolving the issue. But if you try to resolve a problem at the level of the problem, uh, you'll see that that you never really resolve it, and that pattern just keeps uh, continuing on. So, so that's a huge difference. So, uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, for you tapping into most, um, getting frustrated uh, with your situation, getting antsy, trying to find a solution, those are all signs to harness that power, harness that frustration and make it directional rather than, you know, kind of like an explosive or you just explode. Um, it doesn't work that way either. Successful individuals use that energy that's created by anger, frustration, um, anxiety, and so on to propel them uh, or expand them, or propel them towards, say, the situation that they want to go towards. Okay? Uh, not so many individuals either implode or explode. So, so, and that takes a little, say, practice for you to hone in, but, um, but the more practice, uh, the better you get at it. Okay? So, all right, guys, notice what you notice. Uh, so start noticing the details, what you're noticing. 